Welcome to the very first episode of Haunted Hometowns, your weekly true crime paranormal podcast. My name is Blake Lambert-Hack, and this season I will be covering deaths and hauntings in the great city of Chicago, with a different special guest every week. Today I am joined by Chicago's pop princess, our theme song creator, and my best friend. I'm sure I can think of some other uh, identifiers, but I'm not going to make you wait any longer. Something about a colorful beard. Yeah. The one and only Tyre. It's me! Hey, everybody. Oh, it's so... I'm so glad. I haven't seen you in a couple months. It's been COVID-y outside. I'm glad to talk about some spooky things with you. Please, the last thing I want to do is talk more about COVID. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. No, but yeah, it's. <laughs> I'm glad you're here because it's been too long. How would you describe a ghost? How would I describe a ghost? Yes, this is all in your words. How do you feel about ghosts? How would you describe a ghost? Okay, this is so great because I've been really talking about spirituality with my therapist and partner. So, okay, um, I would say a ghost is like a spirit that has been caught in between the physical and I don't know what, what is beyond the physical the spiritual yeah the celestial something else so they're just like stuck that's what i would say that's fair so you believe in ghosts uh period (laughs) the house down model boots (laughs) i yeah i think um ghosts are super real i think we are like more than just the consciousness or like just our bodies so um our consciousness has to go somewhere and sometimes it gets stuck i bet the juicy the thicker the the ghost the spirit the thicker you're getting you're getting stuck somewhere slap that on a t-shirt <laughs> how much chicago ghost history do you know like ghosts in chicago none like okay because you i mean you already know because friends but you're like the historian and I'm just like theoretically, like I'm just like thinking about what could be. You know the facts and shit. Okay. Relating it to what you're talking about, ghost. I'm the physical Earth part of it, and you're the spiritual. Yes. And this podcast is the in between. Exactly. You're like the <laughs> the Taurus, the Cancer. We've got it covered. If you haven't guessed from the title of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about death. Without death, we don't have ghosts. Yeah. And I'm specifically focusing on true crime that leads to hauntings. So sometimes I'll be talking about some heavy topics. So I just want to make y'all aware before we dive in that we're talking about murder. <laughs> That's so kind of you. Because wow. I know I watch, I love true crime and I watch a lot of true crime, but I know you don't. Girl, <laughs> no, I can't watch a true crime because it's like, that's real. Like, like you just said, like the weird <laughs> there is no ghost without actual you know death and stuff so like i don't really need to see that this is i'm scared right now and ghosts because a lot of people think i feel like like you said they get stuck so you can attribute it to a lot of different reasons Mm. so there can be 
suicides that lead to hauntings. There could be accidents that lead to hauntings. Mm -hmm. Whatever the case may be. But we're specifically focusing on true crime. Okay. This is gonna be it's gonna be scary because it's gonna be like, oh god, this could really happen. Ty. What? Are you ready for Death Alley? (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Okay, Death Alley. Death Alley. Is that Christy Alley's sister? Nephew. Oh. Christy Alley's crazy. I don't even like (laughs) that's a whole other story. (laughs) Uh her career is Death Alley. That's where we're at now. Period. Isn't she a Trump supporter? Okay, we're not doing this. Okay, go ahead. I mean, we are, but yeah. Death Alley, also known as the fire at the Iroquois Theater. Have you heard of the Iroquois Theater? I've been to a theater before. I bet I could spell it if you wanted me to. Oh, I'd love for you to spell Iroquois. Because that's taking, it took me a while to even pronounce it correctly. Okay, wait, say it, say it again. Iroquois. It's French. (laughs) Oh, it's French. That's okay. Country of origin, please. Okay, wait. Iroquois. 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 Right? That qua at the end. Iroquois. You know, the French will hate me for my pronunciations of a lot of things. I'm going to I'm gonna do a speed run and whatever sticks, I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say I... R... I... Q... U... A-T. I know that's wrong. Iroquois, I-R-O-Q-U, and then the Y is O-I. Mm. And because it's French, it always has to have that stupid S at the end that doesn't... Right, 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 right. right Iroquois. Right. Okay, I'm sorry. But I'll get into the origins in just a second of why it's named that. <laughs> Before I get into that, I'm going to take you back to 1903. It's Wednesday, December 30th. We've got our three-piece suit on. Maybe a cap or a bowler hat, okay. but definitely a long dress coat because it's winter in Chicago. Mm-hmm. We arrive at the illustrious Iroquois Theater for a matinee performance of Bluebeard, a burlesque retelling of the semi-true story of a wealthy man in the habit of murdering his wives. In the habit of. The story is loosely based on Gilles de Montmorency Laval, the Baron Gilles de Rey, who murdered anywhere from 100 to 200 boys. Uh, what the fuck is going on? Isn't that insane? That's, okay, um... But that's for another episode, because... We're not a, even going to get into nope. that? <laughs> okay. Because that takes place in Europe, in, like, medieval times. We don't... That's a whole other story. Oh, shit. But okay. this burlesque retelling of that story is being performed at this theater okay. on Wednesday, December 30th, 1903, in Chicago, Illinois, United States of America. Uh, Earth, uh, the solar system, uh, third rock from the sun. Uh... Uh, the story is, I mean, he's has the habits of murdering his wife, wives. <laughs> One wife attempts to avoid the fate of her predecessors. Bluebeard is murdered, and the woman is rewarded with his riches, which... I'll take some... I need some cash. I want some... I'll take a riches. Just... How many riches you got? A smidge. <laughs> a pinch? A pinch of riches. Give me some up the top. So a great show to bring your kids to. Okay. Uh, the Iroquois is a stunning, brand new theater in Chicago. It hasn't even been open for a month. 
So this is like the first show they ever put on. A burlesque retelling of this show, too. So, like, people are stripping to, like, wives being murdered. I don't know. It just (laughs) seems odd to me. I mean, that sounds like a good Wednesday night. (laughs) This this is the next drag performance. It's just, like... Ladies and gentlemen, bringing the stage. Blue beard. That's not even funny. I don't know what the... Uh, Blue carpet. Blue... Oh. Does the carpet... Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Well, I I don't I don't have a thing. No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, but everyone wants to see this like luxurious new space. Mm-hmm. It has a grand staircase that leads you and everyone else to your seats. But that day, everyone and their mother wanted to like see the matinee performance. Right. It's winter. There's not much to do outside. Right. Let's go to this gorgeous brand new theater, to see a show. Mm-hmm. Two thousand one hundred and fifty people were in attendance. The first act was amazing. We loved it. I'm like waiting Fantastic. for the shoe to drop. During intermission, you use the toilette. You grab a drink. Oh, come on, toilette! <laughs> come on, French. Iroquois. Iroquois. <laughs> uh, <laughs> grab a snack. Uh, chat up your girls. I like to think they're like Mary, Helen, and Anna. Uh-huh. Like really classic nineteen hundred names. Mm-hmm. I know three people with that name today, so I am not gonna tell them that they have old dead people names. But it's okay. Mary Helen and Anna going out to see Bluebeard. You make your way back to the second act, and as you watch, you see something glowing in the rafters above the stage. Smoke and flames begin to fill the house, and the Iroquois Theater is ablaze at three fifteen p.m. Okay. I've been ablaze at 3.15 p.m. You know how Iroquois feels. (laughs) Okay. The Iroquois theater and Tyre have something in common. Yes, baby. (laughs) Now I'm going to talk a little bit about the theater itself before I get into some of the other details about the fire. Okay. So the Iroquois theater opened in November, November 23rd to be exact, 1903. Mm -hmm. So that's like a month and three seven days to this fire which is sucks i mean like being open for a month and then right and then your first garbage <laughs> the girls at mary helen and anna are just trying to they're just living their lives they're... they just want to have some fun and they can't even go to the iroquois theater nope mm. uh the name iroquois actually comes from the iroquois confederacy uh it means people of the longhouse um, which was a group of five to six Native American tribes. Americans love to name things after Native American tribes. Of course they do. Why Why not put their names everywhere, but, you know, uh, slash their rights and um, abilities to move as people in this country. But okay, that's okay. All right. Okay. 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 So the theater uh, has a capacity of 1,600 with three house levels. So you have the main floor that has around 700 seats, the dress circle that has around 400 plus seats, okay. and then the gallery, which they call it, or the balcony, which is approximately 500 seats. There are six box seats, you know, that kind of like on the edges. Right. And then there's standing room area in the back of the theater. And that's where I'll be. That's what my, my 1903 tickets, that's, that's where I'll be in the back. Standing room. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey. Give me the nosebleeds. I'll take it. You take what you can get. You want want to see a theater? You want to see a pillar of a theater? Put me right behind it. I'll take those $20 tickets. Thank you. The Iroquois Theater is super elegant. 
It reportedly cost over a million bucks in 1903. Oh, wow. Okay. Do you have a number for today? Are you asking me to do math right now? <laughs> Inflation math. You didn't tell me that I had to do that, though. Okay, I'll give it to you. Okay. It's It would be over $29 million today. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got to that number, too. I'm glad you got that number, too. Right? Inflation's a bitch. <laughs> Where did, who funded that one? That is an excellent question. I do not have the answers. And are they looking for more prospects? <laughs> because... But backstage was uncommonly large. There were five levels of dressing rooms with an elevator and a huge fly space. What? And I was immediately shocked. I was like, an elevator for dressing rooms? That seems insane in 1903. Right. Until I learned that the elevator was invented in 1887. Uh, so they were like, let's just use it. You guys ever heard of an elevator? Yeah. Slap one in. Before that, people were tired. Just <laughs> running up and down. There was only one entrance into the theater with one, like I said, the one broad staircase to all three levels. Mm -hmm. And of course, because there's only one main entrance, it becomes a fire code right. problem. Right. Um, because there's mass gatherings when leaving the theater. However, this theater was billed as absolutely fireproof. Quote, unquote. <laughs> Where have you heard that before? I mean, Miss Thing was unsinkable, but... <laughs> Period. <laughs> but we... Titanic still went down. Um, the editor of Fireproof Magazine toured the building making notes such as, there is an absence of a stage draft shaft, it has exposed reinforced arches, wood trim everywhere, Oh. And inadequate exits. Wait, they wait. So they said that the building was fireproof, but Fireproof Magazine was like, "No, ma'am, no, it's not." The Chicago Fire Department captain said there were no sprinklers, mm -hmm. no alarms, no telephones, or water connections. This is so like white people. <laughs> so the Chicago Fire Department captain was like not having it. So mm -hmm. he confronted the theater's fire warden who said if he if the captain brought it up to anyone he would be fired captain reported what the fire warden said and was like he just threatened to fire me but when he reported it he was told nothing could be done because the theater had its own fire warden mm -hmm. there's nothing that the chicago fire department could do about it because it's like a private you know this situation is what's wrong with america yeah, if multiple people are telling you that it's not fireproof, right? something needs to be done. They're like, but my person that I paid is telling me that it's good to go. Exactly. Thought, we just spent a million bucks on this. <laughs> what do you mean I can't open this theater? They were not happy. Not at all. So the on-site firefighting equipment in the theater was six extinguishers, 1903 extinguishers, <laughs> two tubes filled with white powder, which it was the, it was common back then, but it was a base of baking soda. So okay. kind of like to douse it. And then there was like a fire curtain, which all theaters have. Right. Pull that shit down. Mm -hmm. But Chicago has a rich history with fire. Of course. Not just this theater, but as you know, <laughs> the first recorded fire and a haunted crime that you should look up yourself because we're not going to cover it on this podcast. It was the fire set to Fort Dearborn by the Potawatomi Indians after they killed and kidnapped the settlers and soldiers living in the fort in 1812. Oh, wow. 
that's a whole other story and don't let me get into that because I almost did it <laughs> but you're like I want to I do have these on the note card next to me ready to go <laughs> but we're not gonna discuss it I want to but I'm gonna skip it <laughs> it's like 1812 first fire Fort Dearborn and that's one of the stars on the flag is Fort Dearborn Oh, cute. for the Chicago flag but anyway before Chicago was a city obviously and then we have the great Chicago fire of 1871 right never heard of it actually never <laughs> it's n- never talked about <laughs> we don't oh, lady Leary. okay that cow that um cow. since then we've had a minimum of eight tragic fires that have shaped chicago including the fire at iroquois theater i actually didn't know that it was like such a recurring thing but... me either i was kind of surprised that there were like i mean there's smaller fires but there have been like 10 major shape-shifting or like life-shifting life-altering fires in chicago hmm Okay. Crazy. So now we're at the fire in the theater. It began right. at three fifteen. It's three fifteen. Second Mary act just started. They just got into. I'm sure second the second act started with like some burlesque number about him marrying his last wife. Do 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 do. I'm gonna murder you. Bow bow. Show me your boobies. Is that? No, that is that's exactly, ripped from that's the. From it. <laughs> I didn't know you knew the music so well, well from the show. you know, I kind of hold it. I have to give some surprises for myself. Like, I've never seen sheet music from this show, but I'm so shocked. Like, I knew exactly how it went. Impressed. Mm-hmm. Icon. I know. So it's 3.15, beginning of the second act. Sparks from an arc light ignited a muslin curtain. Uh, the fire started so high up because the space above the theater, but above the stage, was so large, like abnormally large that the tubes and the fire extinguishers couldn't reach the flames. So everything started up top in the fly area because they also had like set pieces that you fly down mm-hmm. um, that were painted with like highly flammable. The thing is, I don't want to laugh, but what the hell? <laughs> it seems like just thing after thing is wrong. You'd think after like the second, maybe the fifth, Maybe the tenth sign, right? Red flag. You should say, you know what? Hold up. Actually, maybe let's just fix fix maybe one of these problems. <laughs> They're like, well, we were almost out of paint, so I mixed it with uh, nail polish remover. Is that okay? I mean, if it's magenta, I don't care how you get it on the set. Uh, a stagehand tried to lower the fire curtain, but it snagged on a light reflector that stuck too far out. So literally every option they had right they Not couldn't use exactly so again remember when i said the capacity of the theater mm-hmm. was 1600 right there were let's see 21 to 2200 people in attendance of that performance what so there are rules for a reason, though. But I don't know how many rules were actually law at that point. Okay. That's okay. the problem. Okay. All right. So there were probably, like, this is frowned upon. <laughs> right. They're like, oh, we shouldn't do this. Should we have a... I don't know. The carbs. Should we have it? Mm, I'm so bad. <laughs> well, let's just let them in. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's let them Let's let them in. It's our cheat day. We can make more money. It's fine. <laughs> um, It's all about money at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, women and children blocked like every aisle and exit 
uh, Eddie Foy, which what who he was a famous actor at the time, like mm-hmm. character actor. He was in the show, and he tried to calm the crowd as the fire blazed above him, basically. And uh, he said, quote, It struck me as I looked out over the crowd during the first act that I had never seen so many will- women and children in the audience. Oh, shit. And for a famous actor to say that on stage, it's like, that place was packed. Yeah. Packed. I don't think they purposely hid fire exits, but a lot of the fire exits looked like windows. They didn't look okay. like exits. Like, we know them as exits. And right. there wasn't a law where you had to have the exit sign above the door, you know, at that time. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So a lot of them seemed hidden when people were trying to escape. And you're in a panic, so I can't imagine, like, sure. logically thinking, okay, I need to get... Like, at, now we can say, okay, find the exit sign. Right. You're looking ahead. You're looking above... <laughs> You're exactly. looking for that red glowing, red and white sign. Right. At this point, it's like, I just need to find a wall, a window, <laughs> something I'm that can, like... Somebody have a spoon? I'm going to dig my way out. For real, though. I'm going to pronounce this Basilisk? wrong, too. Bascule locks? B-A-S-C-U-L-E. Bascule? That sounds about right. Bascule locks? Anyway, they're the locks that have the handle is connected to a rod. Okay. That fits into the sockets at the top and the bottom. Do you know those locks? Oh, yeah. So, like, it's just, like, really... You can't open it from the other side. Right. It's, like, common on, like, semi-trucks. Right, 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 right. Where you have to, like, turn it, and then it comes out of the socket of the ceiling and the floor. Right. But those locks had just been created. So a lot of the people trying to leave the theater had never seen the locks before. So they didn't know how to use them. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like isn't that insane everything is stacked up against them Ex- it's literally everything is stacked up against these people trying to enjoy a burlesque but number also unfortunately only three doors were opened and the fire department after the case said they were probably opened by force so mm. it wasn't like they were like unlocked open and everyone was able to like get out right it was like there was so much pressure on the door from people just pushing pushing on the door that it finally opened but only three Yikes. Okay. Unfortunately, <clears throat> it just gets worse from here. Oh so... my god! Okay. 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 I'm gonna... I'm sweating now. I'm a little anxious about this. This is where it gets intense, because okay. obviously we're talking about death, so this is where people start dying, unfortunately. Um, many people died from being trampled. Mm-hmm. I knew that was coming. Yeah. Trapped in dead ends, where you, like, run to a wall or a window or something. Usually it was a window, Right. Thinking. Thinking it was a door. Right. And then they just can't get out. And because there's so many people, you can't turn around and try a different way. Right. Oh, my God. This is so scary. Eventually, the rear exit, uh, like meant for scenery, mm-hmm. was opened. So performers and stagehands could exit and help others in the audience escape as well. Okay. But the icy wind that they opened to just fueled the fire even more. Because fire, you know, obviously breathes... Oh, just because air. Oxygen, yeah. Right, okay. And because you're in a closed space in a theater, there's not a lot of circulation, which is why we don't have theaters in COVID right now, but the moment they opened these huge doors for scenery and stuff... The flames were like... The flames... Exactly. (laughs) Just like that. Delicioso! (laughs) Can you say delicioso? (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, people escaped through the coal hatch, which is insane. The... I would freak out as someone who's claustrophobic. Right. That but would... what is? What are your other options? Exactly. Uh, a lot of people, or some people, escaped through windows and dressing rooms. Mm. Uh, some tried to exit through a stage door, but it opened inward. What'd you call me? <laughs> okay, wait, but so it opens. Okay. And this is all while there's 2,000 people like milling about. Okay. okay. So this one door, uh, one of the stage doors to an alley, I'm assuming, uh, it opened inward, but eventually a man passing by saw a bunch of people pressed against the door. So the savior he was, he took the hinges off the door. And then those people were able to escape. Oh, what's his name? You know what? That's an excellent question. Why aren't the <laughs> newspapers printing that? I need the heroes. It's time to honor the heroes. Exactly. To further it, the vents above the stage mm-hmm. were nailed or wired shut. Are you kidding me? So the flames didn't have anywhere to go. So that probably would have saved a lot of, like, or at least given people more time. Or, yeah, the smoke, probably. Right. Also, like, people probably yeah, died of suffocation. Exactly. So instead of that, the flames moved to the next nearest available vents, mm. which were behind the gallery, behind the uh, balcony. Oh. So instead of going up over the stage and getting out that way, the flames moved into the audience to get through the vents where people were <sighs> literally trying to escape. Right mess this is i would like to have a word with the owner of the iroquois theater yes okay (laughs) please (laughs) um most people in the orchestra seats were able to exit through the front doors obviously because they're right there they don't have to run down a bunch of stairs right but now this is another this pisses me off more than anything but the people in the cheaper seats quote unquote Mm -hmm. were trapped behind an iron gate that was set up to prevent them from sneaking to the more expensive lower seats. If the metaphors don't Mm -hmm. just write themselves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) God. So this draws me back to Titanic as well. You know, you had all the people in the lower parts of the boat trying to get out from the sinking Titanic. There's a bunch of iron gates locked up because they didn't want them wandering into the luxury suites and stuff like that right it's some bullshit for those of this is podcasts are a uh an audio medium but i am nodding furiously like i've seen titanic and i have not it is three hours okay what's next but everybody knows titanic yeah yeah you all know the story yeah right okay (laughs) um many escaped the building through emergency exits obviously that's Mm -hmm. It's what we need. Mm-hmm, 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 but, mm-hmm. there's always a but, the fire escapes were unfinished. I swear to God. Now I'm just getting mad. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, because of that, your options are stay in a burning building mm-hmm. or jump. So many jumped or fell because you have a bunch of people pushing from behind you. Sure, yeah. A lot of people fell from the icy, because it's the middle of winter, the icy fire escape, and of course, died. Those girls did not make it. I don't think they did. <laughs> don't think they did. I love you, Helen. I love you, Anna, Mary, but Mary, I just don't think. 
bodies of the first jumpers broke the falls of those who followed. So those people lived? Or... I wouldn't say all of them, but I'm sure they got away maybe with a broken leg. Right. They're like, or... oh, my femur a fractured elbow while they're crawling over somebody whose skull is like cracked open probably. exactly yep oh okay students from it's northwestern dark. it's dark it's very dark that's why we need we need to lighten it up with some kind of quip <laughs> some with some kind, kind of, of quip just me being panicked and anxious <laughs> in the corner <laughs> white knuckling it to the entire thing <laughs> northwestern students were in a building across the alley death alley mm-hmm uh, they tried bridging the gap with a ladder and boards, saving a few who could cross over the ladder right. or boards. Oh my gosh. But obviously not everyone. And then everybody's rushing, trying to hurry up out of the building. Then you have the people crawling across, then can't handle heights and fall off, or you have people like mess. So, the fire department. You'd think they'd be called. I would hope. <laughs> Fire department was alerted to the fire by a stagehand that ran from the burning building at 3.33. So that's 15 minutes. They arrived the... after it started. Okay. So it took them 15 minutes to get there. Mm. Because, again, there's no hooked up phone. Right. You oh literally have to... The stagehand r- sprinted to the nearest fire department to tell uh, them what was going on. Like, m- maddening. I... Okay. They focused on Death Alley, but it was also known as Couch Place at the time. Mm. Uh, Their aerial ladders couldn't be used in the alley because of the smoke and the fire. It would just burn the ladders that they had. And the nets couldn't be seen because of the smoke. I am so glad that I was born in 94. Like, you mean you can't even just get a ladder to me? You can't even just get something that's flame retardant enough? For me to get down safely. Yeah. Can't call anybody. We're running everywhere. In 1903, you just live with a parachute on your back. <laughs> just in case you never know when your building's going up, up in flames. <laughs> oh, wait, copyright. I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> no, I think it's fine. Okay, I don't think okay. we're, I'm not worried. <laughs> so, unfortunately, corpses were stacked 10 feet high around some blocked exits because they tried climbing over bodies and couldn't either the exits were closed and couldn't be opened or it's a small door for thousands of people to get through so 10 feet high of just dead bodies and your goal is to climb over these bodies to get out but you end up just dying as well like horrible 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 this is the kind of stuff that's in like avengers movies where you're just like which avengers are you watching (laughs) well not like the fire part but just like you know how like those buildings just crash and then you're like what about the people inside and that's that's what they're dealing with they're like crawling over 10 foot piles of bodies while the hulk is like smash smash oh i'm having an identity crisis (laughs) okay we're firing mark ruffalo Uh and we're hiring you just a voice like he can he can play he can be the person that plays the hulk but okay. i only want that voice and i'll to... be the voice actor yeah okay oh i love you so much scarlet witch wait no <laughs> who is it um black nope widow. it's scarlet witch now I love you so much, black widow. 
Yeah, I guess we're meant to believe that no one lives or no one's working in those buildings when they're having these massive fights. I don't know, but all these people were trapped in this building, so. Are you ready to know how many people died? Let's say it at the same time, I'm gonna guess. Wait, how many people were in the building? Like 2,000 something? Between 21 to 2,200. Mm, my guess is that like maybe 150 people actually got out safely oh was that close no oh (laughs) (laughs) okay not that many people died oh okay but an estimated an estimated around 575 people were killed on the day of the fire and 30 more after due to injuries right so it ended up being around 600 um I mean, but a lot of people were like injured or had, I'm sure, lasting like lung right. problems or whatever the case. Or just be. trauma. Ex- <laughs> just mental trauma and therapy back then was mm-hmm. not a real thing. No, they were like, "You want me to drill a hole in your head about it?" <laughs> like, oh, are you sad? Like, I just went through something traumatic. I don't need to go through a hole in my head, which is even more <laughs> traumatic or equally traumatic. I can't because of this theater's fire theaters around the world eliminated standing room yeah buildings and fire codes were reformed so even like theaters on broadway had standing room i didn't know that and they eliminated it because of the iroquois theater fire iroquois theater we could have had it all we could have had it all they made changes that uh all doors had to be push doors and Mm -hmm. they had to open outward like, Duh. no doors could open inside. And this af- literally affected theaters all over the world. Uh, the exterior of the Iroquois was largely intact, but the inside was, like, a hot mess. Burnt up. A hot mess. <laughs> oh, my God! That's a good one! A hot mess! Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway. Uh, later, it reopened as the Hyde and Bayman's. I'm assuming it's Bayman's. Hyde and Bayman's Music Hall. Okay. Then it became the Colonial Theater, but that was demolished in 1925. The Oriental Theater... Oh, I know where that is. ...was built in the same space. Uh, No one was prosecuted for wrongdoings, even though there was evidence of higher-ups taking bribes to look away. Mm. So this is where my true crime comes in. Mm. You know, we don't think of as a fire being true crime. Right. But... As you heard, there were so many steps that could have been taken right. to prevent this fire, and people just chose not to do it. Yeah, no one was prosecuted, which I think is some bullshit. Uh, courts, the courts found that the fire codes, uh, there weren't enough guidelines, which mm-hmm. is why no one was prosecuted. Okay. So the courts were like, mm, "We'd like to do this, but, there were but no rules. there's no guidelines and there's no laws that." said you couldn't do this so i guess we should do something about it now Mm. which is again why do we wait until some tragedy happens why don't we just do what should be done ahead of time i mean it just seems like being proactive would be the way you'd think but that's the society we live in i didn't know this but there's apparently a bronze plaque in city hall that's dedicated to the victims oh I mean, how many times have you walked in City Hall in Chicago? Uh, mm. Never. No, I don't think so. No, <laughs> me either. 
Um, but before we get to the hauntings, we're going to take an extremely short break. Ooh. Grab a drink. Mm. Grab a snack. We got margaritas in here. That's true. You got a margarita. I don't know what you call mine, but it's good. Dancing to the sound of iced tea being stirred. <laughs> okay, so we'll be right back. Welcome back. So you just heard all about the fire at the Iroquois Theater, mm-hmm. Chicago, Illinois, United States of America, <laughs> Earth, Earth, third planet from the sun, solar system, galaxy, galaxy, four, five, nine. Look, we're not scientists here. That could be. That's as far as it goes. <laughs> After the fire happened, where are all these bodies going, right? Mm. In my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, they just stacked them up. You, like, pop some floorboards. You're like, eh, I've got some cellar room. Mm-hmm. So because of all the, you know, the 600, I mean, thousands of bodies, but thousands of people, but 600 mm-hmm. have died. Right. Nearby restaurants and businesses became makeshift hospitals and morgues. The John R. Thompson's restaurant next door to the theater turned into a hospital at 320. Wow. A morgue at 4. Oh my god. And back to a restaurant by 730. <gasps> so fucking Anna's like dead skin cells are just on top of my spaghetti? I mean that or Parmesan cheese. Who can say which is which at this point? But I that image thank you very much Uh, so IDing bodies took several days obviously it's 1903 we don't have we don't even have the yellow pages at this point oh my gosh wow don't quote me on that you had to be there (laughs) (laughs) it was a move it was a real vibe back in 1903 IDing bodies uh, took several days people were also trying to claim bodies that were not theirs to claim so they could profit from insurance claims. Oh, I love this now. Right? That's good. That's Isn't, very good. That's that's some quick thinking. That's very quick thinking. And you know what? I think that person would probably go to hell. Well, I don't believe in hell, but I know that that person is getting some bad karma. But that's snaps to that. That's right? I'm like a smart. little impressed because it's like you're working at your cubicle across the street on some random Wednesday in December. Mm-hmm right you know right after christmas you're finally back to work and Mm -hmm. you see a fire and you're like i barely make minimum wage (laughs) i think that's my aunt (laughs) regina falling from there what's an old name regina's a good one i don't know if it's a common i'm sure someone was named regina in that theater uncle reginald that's my uncle reginald oh my god and before firefight the firefighters arrived it took them what i say 15 minutes to get there Mm mm-hmm uh, thieves called ghouls, oh. which I think is interesting. Hmm. They would sneak up to the victims in the alley and steal their necklaces, wallets. What kind of lawless times? What I'm saying. They literally saw these people jump from this building and are like, you know what? 
That's See. a nice pearl necklace. So, Death Alley. I believe it's on the north side of the building. Uh, obviously haunted. I mean, how could it not be? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. People have seen ghost-like images. Now, okay, before I get into these hauntings... <laughs> okay. I don't necessarily believe that every place is haunted. Okay. Or, like, you know, there's a lot of haunting tropes. Or things that, you know, like, oh, I felt a breeze. Or I'm cold. So it must be haunted. And you're not buying that for everything. I'm not buying it for everything. I also can't speak for everyone. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read you what people have said has happened. Okay. And you can make up your mind one way or the other. Okay. I do believe... I'm going to read your face and see if you believe it. Because I think I'm good at that now. Okay. (laughs) I do think this place is haunted, for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. But do I believe every little thing that someone has said? Is a haunting? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's see what she's... Up in the air. Let's see what they've got to say. I'm not here to shame anybody who's like... I'm not... <laughs> oh, don't... I'm not here to ghost shame. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> okay, so people have said they've seen ghost-like images. And this is all in the alley. Mm-hmm. Shadow people... An apparition wandering the alley, uh, which is pretty standard ghost affairs. Okay. You know? Yeah. Ran, like shadow people right. wandering or running or disappearing. Now, it's like you find that anywhere there's a haunted place. Mm-hmm. Where you just see something out of the corner of your eye. Exactly. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like... Uh, uh, Do you believe? What? But there's some more I believe concrete. Okay. Uh, many have... Nah, this is my least favorite. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Many claim to have depressed feelings, melancholy, or feelings of doom while walking past the alley. But isn't that an everyday that's Sunday? Like, like a, yeah. That's a... Especially in COVID, don't you feel depressed feelings or doom? Right. You're not, like, walking by a memorial on the highway and being like, oh, I love it here! Exactly. You're like, oh, this is actually really sad. That's sad. It rem- it's reminding me of my own mortality. And exactly. I, I have to pay rent next week or mm-hmm. something. You know? But you can also feel that way in any room of any building. Mm-hmm. You could feel that. I don't oh, know. Put me anywhere. I'll be depressed anywhere. Exactly. I'll do it. So this one's a little iffy for me, but... I'm doing it right now. <laughs> sorry for all the people that felt depressed who walked by the alley. Okay. I hope you feel better right not the 1903 people okay no this is this is from 1903 to today oh so today these people are saying yeah okay all right i mean i'm sure it happened in 1903 as well but all right so besides the melancholy besides the shadow people you may also feel a cold breeze okay it's chicago Uh, yes even over summer but I am going to say, even in summer, when you're walking through the loop, mm-hmm. you get some cold breezes. You do. You really do. Just, like, coming from the buildings, coming through the building. Uh, you may hear your name whispered. No. That would freak me out. Nobody's Nobody in 1901 is going to say my name correctly. They're not going <laughs> to pronounce it right. 1903 people are like, there. <laughs> and I'm like, who said my name wrong? Who was... <laughs> We're throwing hands. <laughs> Who said my name wrong? Some have felt hands on their shoulders. Oh, no. 
And these are like a multi like multiple people have experienced hands on their shoulders. Okay. Or a bunch of other random stuff like that. Shut up. Okay. I'm fine with the hands on your shoulders. I don't want hands on my butt. <laughs> I don't need hands on my love handles. At this just point. hands. Just a nice, gentle, like, hands on your shoulder. Maybe it's a calming thing. Right. Like, it's okay. Right. You're single, so <laughs> it's if the ghost has got some, if it's got some stocks from back in the day. That's what I'm saying. Lay your, let put your head on my <laughs> shoulder. Maybe they don't say your name. Maybe they whisper their own name. They're just, and yeah. it, if it just happens to be your Call name as well. Name. <laughs> That's what they whisper. My name. Geraldine. Geraldine? Geraldine Johnson the third. I have a great great grandson. <laughs> Who would just love you. <laughs> My great great grandson would just eat you up. P- that's all I'm looking for. So come come through with those names. Now, the alley is said to be haunted. I believe that's haunted. I haven't experienced anything there, but mm-hmm. the more haunted area is the theater itself okay even though it's been the original has been torn down and rebuilt people still died on that location right you know i don't think because you rebuild a building spirits go away right they're They're, like they're attached to the land not the like nothing is attached to a piece of wood precisely yeah there's apparitions running through the house trying to escape. Okay. All right. And we have <laughs> first... So scary. And Matt just sitting there and just see, like, a rush. You don't even... Not even see anything. Just, like, feeling a rush of wind pass you as you're, like, watching a show or something. Yeah. Freak me out. Oh. As you're watching a show? Mm, no. During the rehearsals for Wicked... Oh... <laughs> At the, uh, in 2004, the Oriental Theater, mm-hmm. uh, during the rehearsals for Wicked, all of the doors in the building would suddenly fly open. Okay. That's creepy. That, and that feels attached to the event. Yes. Right? Because it's like all these people are trying to escape. Everybody's bashing the doors in. Right. It's not that like feels you're... pointed. It's... <laughs> Those ghosts are here to tell you, hey, don't forget about us. Mm-hmm. During those same rehearsals, one wicked actress came across a woman and her two children dressed in old-timey clothes. Now, old-timey is very vague. Right. Old-timey, for us, could be the 80s. <laughs> old-timey, it was, they were in 90s Versace. It was very scary. I hate it. Versace. <laughs> terrifying You're i'm sorry donatella <laughs> uh it could be 1700s it could be you know like old timey so like vague mm-hmm. uh but either way a woman and two children during rehearsals yeah that's something in any clothing other than like sweatpants or dance right. yeah, or costumes something. like that's uh multiple actors from that cast claim to see people watching rehearsals from the balcony but when security oh. arrived, the doors were locked. <laughs> That's scary. That's real. That's real as shit. Because you know, you can see, you can see like the vague 
outline of someone when you're on stage. Yes, yeah. And you know, and you know the feeling of being watched. Yes, that's the biggest thing. Like yeah. everybody knows the feeling when they're being watched. Right. Especially as an actor on stage, mm-hmm. you, it's so hard to see the audience, mm-hmm. but you know that it's either packed or you know if it's empty. Like yeah. you have a, you know exactly yeah. who's in there or kind of, uh, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. But to like see people up top and be like, this is a rehearsal. People shouldn't be in here. So mm-hmm. then you go and get security mm-hmm. and then security's like, the fuck are you talking about? It's believed that the only remaining part of the original building still standing is a basement wall mm. uh, where a visitor has heard a little girl giggling. Some about? have also heard the same girl flushing toilets and giggling. Moaning Myrtle. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> is that where you're going with it? Because I feel like what is like ghost laughing, that's something that's weird to me because like what is it? She's just having fun. She's a girl. She's giggling. She's playing patty cake and yeah. thought of something funny. Some old timey game. <laughs> She was just thinking about something from the other day. She was laughing so hard at that vine, she could not stop giggling. <laughs> vine. She was like, have you guys seen the one where... <laughs> hey, ghost kids, come here. <laughs> uh, I found yeah, an iPhone. That's... <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> no, but that's like, apparently real. Like, they've heard, like, toilets being flushed and then giggling. <sighs> Which is, A, why are there little girls in the basement in the bathroom i'm assuming for actors mm-hmm. i guess the base i guess the basement also has bathrooms for the patrons as well but yeah, yeah. i don't know either way giggling children is terrifying i've never i've never been scared more <laughs> than hearing a child's laugh a yeah child. it's <laughs> a child <laughs> Uh, but also because people died from wounds in makeshift morgues around the city mm. or nearby the theater, um, they're also equally haunted. Oh my god, now I'm hearing children outside playing <laughs> and I'm like getting a little chill. Would you want to spend the night in the theater? Uh, <laughs> that's question number one? No, it's uh, just one of the questions. So, uh, no. <laughs> Would I want to spend a night there? Probably no. Well, I'm not going giggling with the ghosts. I'm not doing that for sure. Oh, that. <laughs> giggling with the ghosts. That's how we make money. GG. We're going to start that. Yeah. yeah. The okay. theater is going to make the money they didn't make during COVID. We're going to make some. <laughs> we're going to see some ghosts. GWG. Giggling with the ghosts. That's so cute. That's okay. I, I'd watch that show. But you wouldn't do it. But I would not live that show. No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Any haunted place or just this theater specifically? I think I could maybe handle a haunt. Oh, oh, it's so tough. I feel like I could maybe handle a haunted place where, like, there is a ghost. A friendly ghost, like Casper? Yeah, like, if there's a spirit that's just, like, in there, you know? Just, like, hanging out. But if they're just, if if there's 600 of them at once... Yeah, that's overwhelming. That's that's a lot of energy to feel. And also, I know not everybody's nice. 600 people. There could be 100 people in a room. <laughs> <laughs> there could be 600 people in a room. 
and six you. of them may make you a celebrity. <laughs> may make you a celebrity. I need 600 people in that room, and I want all 600 people to believe in me and my dreams, not um, wonder why I'm alive and they're dead. <laughs> so, do you think that those men should have been prosecuted? Um, for taking bribes or oh, not doing the correct absolutely they're responsible for the deaths of all the deaths the deaths <laughs> they're responsible for the deaths of all of those people absolutely sure. yeah at the end of the podcast oh. i want to we're already here we're at the end oh. wow. but before i turn it off before you all have to say goodbye till next week i want to give a hometown haunting as the podcast suggests do you have a haunted experience oh, from your life i should have thought about this i was this was the whole thing i was supposed <laughs> to think about this if not it's okay because again i don't expect everyone to have a ghost sighting i don't have a specific instance of me being haunted mm -hmm. but that's because i feel like my spirit is actually very much protective i don't think i i don't think i've had a real experience but i don't think i need to have one to know that they're real as shit i think if you close your eyes and like think about all of the consciousness consciousnesses of the world around you they're there i agree mm -hmm. I mean, I've had my haunting experiences, but I'll save that for a different episode okay. that it pertains more to. But I agree that just because people don't have their own personal experiences doesn't mean that it's not real. Mm -hmm. I mean, Santa's real and we don't see him. Period. Nothing more to say. Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Um, so, because... You haven't had experience. I'm going to read an email I got. Ooh, I get a bonus one? Okay. About someone else's experience. I love it. Okay. The title, the header, if you will, is Ghosts Are Big Spoons. Ghosts Are Big Spoons. Sup. <laughs> Thought I would share this funny story about an interesting ghost encounter I've had. A lot of weird stuff used to happen in my childhood home. Pretty basic stuff. Doors opening on their own. Things going missing. Weird noises, etc. I grew up with dogs and a cat, so I used to blame the weird noises on them. But they would have weird reactions to stuff. Like my dog would just bark at the empty hallway. And that's obviously terrifying when you're home alone. And I personally have never had a dog <laughs> bark at some random space. Mm. So that would freak me out. Yeah, they can definitely, they have access to that, I think. To that, yeah, that energy. Yeah. They're like, someone's not right here. I think they can just see it because they don't have the thoughts that we have. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're, I opened the door, so. I <laughs> uh, like my dog would bark at empty hallways, and that's obviously terrifying when you're home alone. It wasn't anything bad, but it was spooky, and I didn't want to think that my house was haunted. But I had a moment where I was like, huh, it's probably ghosts. Hmm. One morning, I was partially woken up because my bedroom door had opened. I thought it was my mom coming in to wake me up for school. 
I didn't want to awake. I didn't want to be awake yet because my alarm hadn't gone off. So I settled back into bed and tried to go back to sleep for a bit longer. I felt weight shift on my bed. Oh fuck no! And something crawled into my bed behind me. <gasps> you stop it! And spooned me. I legit thought it was my mom trying to be nice and wake me up gently. But then a male voice whispered in my ear, Wake up, you'll be late. (laughs) Wake up, you'll be late? I shot up immediately and there was nothing. Scared the hell out of me, but honestly, the spooning ghost saved me. (laughs) From what? Being late? (laughs) (laughs) My phone had died in the middle of the night and I wouldn't have, I would have slept through school. What? A few few years later, I moved out of that home into an apartment and forgot about the spooning ghost. When COVID hit, like most people, it messed up my sleep schedule completely, and I've never been one to wake up early. The first day I was supposed to go back on campus at my university, I had an alarm set for way earlier than I needed so I could hit snooze a few times, which I've done before. Mm -hmm. I was dead asleep but woke up because I felt something moving in my bed. And then I felt arms reach around out, reach out and hold me. Not this. The, we need consent. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. That same voice from years before again whispered, wake up, you gotta go. I bolted up and checked my phone. My phone had reset during the night and disabled the alarm. I had just enough time to get ready before I had to leave for class. But once again, the ghost had saved me from being tardy. This is crazy. That's like a protective ghost. A very uh, punctual. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> Get me. Apparently, my childhood home wasn't haunted. I'm just personally... I'm just personally being haunted by a ghost who's determined to make sure I'm not late. <laughs> and he likes to be a big spoon. <laughs> so how do you feel about a ghost climbing in bed with you and being like, Look, girl, you gotta get up get ready none of this it's not for me (laughs) i do not have a problem with being little spoon uh i don't have a problem with being a little spoon and i don't have a problem with the standard iphone alarm clock so i don't think that i would want to be followed by a ghost like that's very I get the idea that, like, you set your alarm and then, you know, Apple has those overnight... Right, the updates. Updates. Mm-hmm. I, those, those fuck up the alarms, don't they? As far as yeah. I know. Sometimes. I mean, there's been plenty of times where I've been like, I've woken up but my alarm didn't go off. That's fair, yeah. But never once has <laughs> an arm uh, reached out over me and said, Hey, sweetheart, you're gonna be late. You're gonna miss the bus. Stroked your hair a couple times, rubbed your belly. Absolutely not. Yeah, no, that's that's not cute. I don't think I'd enjoy. I don't think I'd enjoy any weight in my bed shifting while I'm in bed. You know, because I specifically sleep so soundly and still Mm -hmm. that even when the dog jumps on my bed at night, I immediately am awake. Right. Because I'm like, this isn't right. Something's (laughs) happening. Yeah. So if uh, no. But see, and that's why I think, like, like I said, like, some people are protected. Like, some, some people have, like, other people, you know. Yeah. 
in the be- in the great beyond, mm. looking over them, and they don't want to be late. <laughs> they have places to be. That's true. I guess. But I I always I always I love that idea because a lot of the times in like movies and stuff we we are confronted with evil ghosts mm-hmm. or ghosts that are harboring ill will towards anyone. Right. But other than the movie Ghost. <laughs> with Whoopi Goldberg, with um, we don't get a lot of friendly, protective Casper. Yeah, but that's about it. Yeah, I think people are kind of like obsessed with the binary of like this ghost is good, this one is plays tricks and is evil. Yeah, and it's yeah. like I don't know if like, but like people aren't like that all the time. So, like, yeah. Do you do you hold on to your personality from life to death? God, I hope so. I might be really boring without it. Like, colorful, maybe, but would I be... Would I have a, a quick one-liner? <sighs> Scary to think about. That'd be sad. That's maybe the scariest part of today. <laughs> well, Tyre. Yes? Thank you for being here. I loved being here, Blake. This is so nice. You all can follow me at Haunted Hometowns on Instagram and Twitter. And again, I'll post the photos there from this episode. And again, I'd love to hear your stories so I can read them on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So email me your haunted hometowns at haunted hometowns podcast at gmail.com. I want to hear ghost stories. <laughs> like, tr- don't make them up. But if it's a really good story, if you're a really good writer. <laughs> no, don't make this shit up. No, it's you're right. Real. Don't make it up. Good real ones. That's true. Yeah. I want to hear your real haunted ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Could be anything from the smell of your grandmother wafting mm-hmm. while you're, I don't know, taking a bath. It smells like cigarettes. <laughs> or like a neighbor like levitating while they like mow the grass or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay, WandaVision. <laughs> Literally anything. Like the smallest thing to like some crazy shit. Anything. I'll be tuning in just for that. Email haunted hometowns podcast at gmail.com. And then Ty, let me know where they can find and listen to you. Me? Um, I am a singer. I am a songwriter. You can find my singing songwriting self uh, on Spotify. My name is Ty Air. T H A I R. Um, my Twitter name is for boys like me, uh, F O R, boys like me. And that's the same thing on Instagram and probably anything else. Y'all better listen. I'm telling you. I was just voted. Wait, no. I was nominated. Chicago's. Wait. Do we know? Did they get an answer? I don't know yet. Oh, okay. I was. I'm up for it. The Chicago's best pop artist of 2020. So go vote. So go vote. Well, I think the polls are closed. Go listen. But go vote anyway. Get those streams in. (laughs) So thank you so much. Uh, Tune in next week. I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to be talking about next week, but I guarantee it'll be another hard-hitting disaster. (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Fun! (laughs) Till next time. I got some of this information from Wikipedia, of course. 
An article from DNA, info by Ted Cox, article by Ray Johnson, Ghosts of Chicago by Adam Sizer, and then Chicago Tribune. The artwork for this podcast is Pepe Munoz. You can follow him on Instagram at p.e.p.e.munoz, M-U-N-O-Z. And the music is by our own Tyre of today's episode. 